0: there we go good evening everybody um, we have a tremendous guest with us this evening we'll get to finning in just a moment um, i greatly appreciate everyone watching these episodes and uh, i've been getting feedback that uh, we need to keep doing them they're 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 worthy and 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 they're well done so i, th- I thanks thank everyone for all that great feedback uh, we'll get we'll get going here in just just a, another moment or so we we'll let some more people come in um but you know we've had a good uh, let me let me talk just a little bit here about what we're doing right now um we're going to plant for the first time tomorrow we're going to plant about eight acres of um open pollinator corn that i hope will be um uh, raised harvested and then headed toward a regenerative beer from a local brewery so that's the, that's the plan um Love we've got that. to constantly That sounds looking- like
1: we should time my visit to to your place yeah. right when that's ready to go
0: yeah i think so finny and so you know we've always got to be thinking about vertical integration so that's we've got all our other stuff done everything looks pretty good uh, we're going to do this uh this red corn tomorrow so that'll be a first for us so hey let's get going here like i say giddy up let's go we have a tremendous guest this evening tonight folks uh finney and make peace if you don't know his name you're going to know exactly what he's associated with kiss the ground what a a state-of-the-art groundbreaking movie that that really You know, it's amazing, Finian, how how things get set up. You do this, and then we're going to talk about Regenerate America now because that's the big – but isn't it it great how the two just piggyback on top of each other? Now, don't answer that yet because I'm going to ask you the question I ask everybody, the first question. Finian, what is on your mind right now?
1: Honestly, it just popped into my mind, and it's, you know, why didn't I – plant corn uh when i did my planting a couple months back because my, my vegetables are just going crazy good i've been doing lasagna gardening i have a, just a backyard folks i'm not i'm not full scale <laughs> uh farming at this point but yeah just super success and i'm just kicking myself for not doing corn you said corn and i was like ah
0: oh, i thought it's of corn not too all
1: right mm-hmm. well maybe i'll do it this weekend that sounds good
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well Finney, and let's i like to i like to build a little history here let's go back in time if you would and you know when did you when did when did it hit you you know you know what we've got to care about what's going on within the world when are we going to make change when are people going to wake up when did that when did that happen for you
1: um great question and for me um i have not just because of my last name, but I, I have always been uh, trying to help and seeing myself as someone who can contribute. And, and so I, I always saw that if I saw something happening, someone getting hurt, uh, standing up for them, environmental issues of, of environments getting hurt, making sure there was changes there. Um, so that was throughout my childhood into my teens and, and into my early 20s. And then I was a touring musician uh, all around the world doing doing touring musicians stuff. And on minute. top of that, always activism, always, now, you know.
0: What, what were you playing? Guitar, what, what, you singing, you know, that kind of,
1: that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but on top of that was always activism and making sure that I was contributing to something uh, or other. Um, and at the same time that was happening, Rick, it was all too depressing, quite frankly. It was like, I was, I was pretty knowledgeable. I dove pretty deep on things like drought, flooding, fires, general CO2 emissions, um, just, you know, the, the human population, many of these areas of concern that we have, anyone has around the globe. And just seeing like, there's nothing we can really do short of just like go off the cliff slower. Like, yeah. I was heading into my thirties with that outlook. And um, it, it, it was like, Oh, I still had to be a helper. I still had to contribute what I could, but it wasn't giving me the sense of like, Oh, there's actually something we can do. And therefore I should dedicate my life to something uh, that's worthy. Cause nothing at that point was, and then, you know, in long story short, I learned about soil and the possibility of regenerating, rebuilding it. And it, when I, I I had the moment of listening to Graham Sate, who you might know from uh, New Zealand and Australia for four hours. And I had a bunch of background in science. So what he told me like really clicked. But then it was that that same night, it was like, if this is all true, if this is what, true what he's saying, that we can rebuild soil and have all these amazing outcomes, this is the big thing. And if it's the big thing, I, I have to dedicate my life to making sure other people know about it. Because I said, if I didn't know about this, probably most people don't probably most environmentalists etc just don't know this is an opportunity for us all to be a contribution and it was literally a dedication right then and there that i would dedicate my life
0: to and and finney what do you think was that time period this is about
1: uh 20 29 yeah 20
0: 2009 okay i'm
1: 20 i'm 20 i don't know yeah whenever that date is i'm 29 at the point at the time
0: and now I'm, i'm about
1: to be 40 in january so
0: so 11 years ago, okay, so right around 2009, 2010, okay, yeah, 2011, or 2010, 2011. So, okay, so now that, that builds up to to what what you've had this, this drive, and this is a common theme of all the guests we've had on the show here, Finian, it goes way back, uh, I mean, some people had on it went back to when they were five years old. And they just knew that, that they were going to be somewhat involved, maybe not with agriculture direct, but some kind of a way to to mitigate what's going on in the world right now. So um,
1: I would say it's been since I was a little kid, but it wasn't I didn't feel I didn't feel like we could actually save the day until I was 29. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I yeah. thought it was like you got to do what you got to do. You got to help. You can't be more of a problem than you are a solution. But I, I thought it was I thought it was hopeless. Honestly, I didn't think we had hope until I learned yeah. about the
0: soil. So let's talk about Kiss the Ground now. I mean, wow, what a what a movie, what what a cast of characters. Give us give us the give us the the, the, the lowdown on this. I mean, how long did it take you to find uh, to find Gabe and Ray and, and, and all the other people that were involved? How long did this take and how did you, how soon did you know you had the right people when you did this?
1: Well, I'll start from the end of that. Uh, there's a bunch of people who've been left on the cutting room floor, unfortunately, oh, as true. happens in documentary filmmaking. Uh, but just jumping back to where where I had that moment, uh, myself and the other co-founder, Ryland, both had that big aha moment of like, oh my God, how did we not know about soil and regenerative ag? Uh, but really we started with soil and it was like, oh my gosh, soil can be this big solution. But it was the dive in, Rick. It was the year of diving in. And I got right into it. You know, I had a music career, which it was my choice to put on hold whenever I wanted to. It's like, all right, I'm going to go sit in a garage and learn about all this stuff. I called Rattan Law the first week. Mm -hmm. I got got in contact with Ray somehow the first two months. Uh, I started researching who's who in this movement as soon as it happened. And my, to my amazement, people were picking up their phones. You know, I come from the music industry where, like, getting to a high-level executive is hard. It's but hard. Rutan Lal answered my call, the first call I made to him, and we talked for an hour. So my, my initial experience was, like, people were willing to be helped. I was like, hey, I want to help. How can I help? How can we help? And, and that was and that, finish, that initial
0: point, yeah. What was the date here? Again, 2015, 16?
1: Uh, this is 2014. This is, 14. like, right after that moment. We started full in we said okay if this is the solution we're in here it's 10 so years see, i ago. think
0: i think what most of us don't realize finnian is we see a movie on tv we don't understand what it takes to get that movie to to, to screen so it's not you,
1: it doesn't always need to take that but this one so kiss the ground started 10 years ago 10 years a year a year and a half later so not eight and a half years ago uh we started uh convincing the filmmakers josh and rebecca Takal to make the film And now eight years ago this fall, we'll make eight years since the production started for Kiss the Ground, the movie. But uh, yeah, we started basically saying, Rick, we were like, okay, we got to make this movie. It took a while to convince a a famous documentarian couple to take on making a film about dirt, which they were like, uh, and we had to keep pressing them. We had to be very persuasive of what's the idea here, but a series of, of, of interactions with them. I remember vaguely this one moment when they walked into the garage, which was our office at that time, and I literally was drawing carbon uh, exudates uh, on the whiteboard, and they were like, "Oh wow, we get it!" Like, and then like, but this was also like convincing and other uh, other arguments to get them to do it. But they finally took it on, and this is this eight years in the making of Kiss the Ground, the movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. See, and that's and that's crazy. So, so you know, give us the 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 main. I know Gabe and and Ray, but who else, who else do we need to be aware of? Uh, What else made this happen? I mean, I know there was a bunch of people, but just give us that 50,000 foot view on it.
1: It takes a lot of, um, a lot of dedication. I'll just tell the audience here right now, there were countless times when this was dead in the water. Uh, I mean, over the course of eight years, we had probably 11 versions of this film. We had to convince Woody Harrelson to narrate it three different times. I mean, mm-hmm. that takes just guts. I wanna give a shout out to my friend Ryland, whose birthday it is today. He's the other co-founder of Kiss the Ground. It's his birthday today. And he is just an incredible enroller and persuader. And you know, for him to be able to have moments where there was no funding left to finish, to, to find people to get back into funding, a project mm-hmm. like this cost about you know $2 million to make in total, like to get the whole thing done. And then finally getting it across the, the board, the board on, in Netflix, we had several ends with Netflix, several showings with their staff, kept on hitting uh, roads. Finally, you know, getting, convincing Giselle to convince her friends to, to, and this is why this movement is so amazing because who has come to the table? You have, you know, Gabe Brown and Ray in the movie, and then you have someone like Giselle convincing a Netflix executive that this has got to be a movie on Netflix. It takes all of us to, yeah move this forward and that's where it's so cool to be a part of this because everyone sees this aha they have the aha moment and they realize that they have to contribute to get it across the finish line so it was a lot of people but those are a few yeah
0: yeah and you know I, I you're, you're being too modest here but the the power and the timing that you had for all this is just is just perfect I mean. You couldn't, this couldn't have been delayed much more. And I I'm, I have a feeling that someone, you know, I don't know who was holding the last straw. I suppose Netflix was, but someone there realized how important this was and that this needs to happen. And I don't and know how many views you've got, but it's got to be into the millions.
1: Oh yeah. Over 6 million views, a billion impressions and counting more, uh, 60 awards for the film um, translated wow. in every country around the, on the globe. Uh, but I like what someone says it took long because it was meant to come out now. And we we had that, Claudia. We had that same experience. That's kind of what you're speaking to, Rick. It was like you didn't have people getting as inspired about it. It's been this, this domino effect of more and more people hearing mm-hmm. about this, getting their awakening to it. That's come to this point. And ironically, and that's kind of what Claudia is saying, is because for it to have that permeation into the minds of people at Netflix. It had to have been risen by all this collective movement of all of us out there drumming this beat here, and then all of a sudden, when it hits Netflix, it it does what it does. If it had happened on Netflix five years ago, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have done what it did. No, not not in the slightest.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And that isn't it amazing though how everything falls into place like it's like or falls into place like it's supposed to. I mean, and. And you see, when when I think about when this movie came out, and I think about this movement, this regenerative movement, and that's what it is—it's a it's a movement, mm-hmm. uh, it's a paradigm shift. Um, when I think about, it's like we almost were kind of stalling out a little bit, and then here comes the movie, and then wham, here come you know everyone's back in and all all charged up, and now look what what's happening with this. Let's just move on into regenerate America now and now you've got you've got stakeholders you've got experts you've got all kinds of people so let's talk now about the, this is big folks so please get questions for Finian here because Finian's going to describe define what regenerate America is and this right here is what's going to probably form the the way this is going to be done into the future so this is very important what Finian's getting ready to talk about go ahead Finian
1: Thank you so much, Rick. And uh, this is not it's all not possible without, without everyone out there. I just wanna give another plug for for this concept of, of advocacy to kind of give us the lead in for Regenerate America. So when we came into this work, we weren't the farmers or ranchers, we weren't the scientists and arguably like, who are these guys or girls to, to get involved in, in this work? But if you think about it, most successful movements in history uh, why they're successful is because there's a group called, we call it whatever you want, the second person, third person, but really what their role is, is being a champion to elevate and make accessible ideas that are cutting edge and, and for the future. And if those people don't step in to play that role, you have the same people pounding the pavement, You know the leaders doing the work, showing that it's real, but who gets to hear about it? And right. so, yeah, well, you can make a film as you know all the way making awareness accessible, like Kiss the Ground, the movie. But any of you out there and any one of us can expand the capacity of reach for this entire movement every single day. We can be conduits. And early on with Kiss the Ground, that was what we were doing. We we were, you know, jumping into some local policy, some state policy. But because we were coming from an outsiders as champions. We were connectors, you know, connecting experts to another decision maker, to a business. But we were bringing people in, inviting people in. Anyone out there can do that. You don't have to have a degree in soil science. You don't have to have five years of being a regenerative farmer. You don't even have to know as much about how soil is built as I do. You can learn. You can be on a learning curve. And along the way, you can be that conduit, that connection, because here's the deal. Even with Netflix and all the whole deal, most people still don't know about this idea, let alone this opportunity to address these huge crises we face. So I just want to put a big plug there, Rick, and that's the segue into... Encouraging people, we have a program called Soil Advocate Training, which says, "Okay, we need to we need to have millions of Finians and millions of Ricks out there and uh, and Rachels and like people who can talk about this." And we can't just have the same people showing up at the conferences and expect a, a revolution of humanity to happen. Um, so we carried Soil Advocate Training, but there was a, a a supporter who's you know deep in in human health work. She's a doctor, but she she got into our soil advocacy stuff and got the bug of like, wait, I can be a promoter of this. I don't have to just be a listener. I don't have to just be a receiver. I can actually be a conduit. She, she knows Congresswoman Jayapal uh, in, her, in her state, in her district. And she's, she knew her and, and she's like an advocate. So she says, you got to watch this movie, Kiss the Ground. And she, she literally asked her 11 times. And finally, Congresswoman Jayapal Paul's like, okay, I'll watch the movie. She watches the movie. Next day, she's like, oh my God, that's amazing yeah this so happens a week later chairman scott is talking with congressman Paul about you know he's like i'm going to run as chairman of the house ag committee uh, uh what should i do and she's like watch this movie kiss the ground he watches it writes back to her the next day oh my god this is the you know now chairman of the house agriculture committee yeah. like oh my god i had no idea this is the most amazing thing we're going to make our first hearing about this so he contacts our offices we start working with gabe brown on his testimony for the first hearing of the House Ag Committee last year, uh, under Chairman Scott, we had Gabe Brown testify, as well as a trailer of Kiss the Ground, the movie shown. And it just so happens, uh, I had a call with uh, Chairman Scott yesterday, Rick, and uh, we just confirmed with him uh, a big role in their, their next hearing in September, all about regenerative agriculture, which you were on that call as well. Uh, and you uh, got to see the chairman light up when we talked about getting you connected to that Hearing so that looks like it's a go, and looks like we're going to have you as well as more clips of the film uh, shown in that hearing in September. But just a reminder here: that is an indication of what it means when you take a step to 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 vocalize this movement and, and get people connected to it. So, long story short, I'm getting uh, talking too much here, but
0: no, you're not. No, just keep is, going.
1: This is where it comes from. So the Kiss the Ground movie is goes out. The success is amazing. This is fall of 2020. Uh, We're having incredible um, reverberations and just people are talking about it all over the place. We get wind. This is a couple months later. We get wind that chairman Scott is really excited. We get an email back from secretary of agriculture who then became the secretary of agriculture. Wow. I learned a lot. We're getting these these impulses of like, wait a minute. Now's the time. The movement has built up to this point. This film has been an anchor as well as a, a shifter in like awareness for crying out loud, I've had uh, members of the Senate uh, pitching me on regenerative agriculture. Like This is the place we're at. We're like, wait a minute, we got to do something. We got we to galvanize this momentum and have it directed somewhere that's actually going to equal substantial change. And you look around, you say, well, there's so many options with, with, with certifications, with helping brands, with helping producers. But if the farm bill doesn't change, we still have the government and all of these programs contributing to 5.6 tons of topsoil loss per acre per year on our agricultural land. Right. Like that's, that's what we're still contributing to. We're still allowing where that's, that's the, the general paradigm. So we said, well, if that doesn't change at all, if it doesn't start to go towards the regenerative supporting regenerative producers, producers to get on that, uh, on that bandwagon, we're not gonna be successful ultimately in healing our land, healing this nation. So that became the call to action is, what if we could take our superpower, of awareness building, invitation, inspiration, connect it to the leading farmers like Rick and so many of these other people who are doing the work and know the, the problems and then connect that with the people who've been doing the DC work on policy and then in, allow for the invitation in. And that birthed regenerate America is that we can have a collective agenda that is a common ground agenda regenerate america is all about a common ground agenda for uh, uh ensuring a robust support for regenerative ag in the next farm bill and so far it's been going exceptionally well rick i can't believe it really
0: yeah well but now now Finian, though when you think about regenerate america though you've got this thing layered i mean you've got you've got the producers you've got the the retail you've got the the the, the shippers in the middle i mean you've got this laid out right to yeah. where you've got a full package deal that, that is, is turnkey. Well, I mean, there's, I mean, that's too simplistic, but just, is that correct? You've got all these players on board that, that are the full gambit of the food supply chain.
1: That is correct. So we were really intent to ensure that this is farmer-centered, farmer and rancher-centered first and foremost, like that the ideas are coming from our advisors. Now we have a farmer leadership council, uh, which you're a part of. We're really trying to make sure that the policies we're recommending are, are at the very least um, substantially guided by and created from the source of, of these farmers and ranchers. But as Rick's talking about, we also wanted to make sure we got key players who are doing some of this pioneering work, proving right. the economic models for sourcing, proving that this can happen at scale, proving that there's uh, local um, um, sourcing changes that can actually be viable to help the advancement of regen ag. So bringing on um, this coalition together, which we kind of considered it like a coalition package, not like, hey, everybody, whoever wants to join, join. Like the beginning right. stage was very intentful of to say, what's the balance here? How are we proving that this is both going to make its way into the press universe, make its way into the influencer universe, make its way into the business universe, make its way into the, the communities of farmers and ranchers universe. So that t- took a lot of coordination and intent. But you know, some of the most fun work for me has been meeting with all these people for the last year we started this work last june it's a year now wow um last june we really said okay we're going to do this campaign and we really started reaching out to folks uh to get the insights to build a foundation that really i think does nothing at this point has done a a a more comprehensive job to build a, a, a a movement centered campaign for the farm bill like that that i think embodies to the best of our ability right now the regenerative movement directed at the Farm Bill this has never happened in history of the United States
0: no and this is where all the power is too because you know they've got government programs that that either a can can maybe subsidies can slow down because once the, the folks realize that what we're doing is actually a cheaper way to farm and yet not sacrifice uh yield for those for those most situations so you know I'll tell you what you mentioned it and I'll just go ahead and talk about it a little bit we were on that call the other day with with Chairman Scott I could not believe, believe it was
1: just yesterday it feels like a, it feels like a week ago it was just, well, just yesterday yesterday. Yesterday, it was
0: just yesterday yesterday morning yeah yeah I cannot I could Finian I could not believe his excitement for making sure this is known to the public what we're trying to do here this has to get out to the pu- i mean he just kept saying that over and over and over again mm-hmm. so they they understand they, they they do understand now can we can we make change i think well, we can. Can, I, can i
1: throw in there this is because i know there's probably some farmers and ranchers listening today you said that they understand now chairman scott you know watch the film we've been we've been inundating him with information But a reminder, Rodale Institute, where we saw Chairman Scott back on on, on, uh, May May 4th, they were just reminding me that they had to remind him in a call before that of like, look, row crops at any scale can be much more uh, um, financially viable if you're going down this route and they gave you and many others as examples, but then here you show up on the call and he's like, Oh, Rick Clark, I've heard about you. And, but this is because you said like, they know like they there's the aha moment has happened for a lot of these people. Let's just start with that. But most of them know still, I would say 80% of the people who serve on our ag committee, which dictates the the farm bill ultimately through the Congress don't know. That's why we have to get them on farms, get them to see the movie. But this is a, a pathway that no. you know, unless Rick is there to explain it to people and say, "No, this can happen. This isn't just some niche weird thing that a few people. No, this can happen." It's good. We have all to right. keep pressing these messages, and all of us can help that. Like we have to say, "Like oh, you kind of get it. Let's make sure you really get it, because yeah. that's going to be what when we win." Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and I think the very important thing here we have to realize. Is that we need these? We need the teachers, and we don't have enough of the teachers. So, I mean, if this thing were to really get get rolling, and just you know, they they set some kind of a pledge where by by the end of Mr. Biden's term, uh, we need to have 25 million acres enrolled in this regenerator. That's going to take a lot of people. It's going to take a lot of resources. Are we ready for that?
1: That's a great, great question. And and we've talked a lot about, um, you know, you know, the gentleman at Understanding Ag, I've talked extensively with Dr. Alan Williams about this and he's really helped us. And he's, he's been on the calls with the heads of the U S USDA. We've had several calls, brought him in, um, to talk about what, um, comprehensive train, the trainer really looks like. And there's no way that this, uh, the, the ultimate, um, like magic wand of this is going to work. Um, we can get certain things as on roads on ramps that can happen successfully. But you, you well know that like to have someone have their first two years successful in cover crops, they need good advice and they need mentoring. So, so when we talk about mentoring and this, this concept of how train the trainer is going to work, it does mean, um, one of the things that we've noticed here, Rick is like, for example, cover crops, Are making their way into NRCS like this is finally happening but there's still a bit of the old guard protecting kind of old semi-failed ways of doing cover crops versus following the lead of people who are on the front line so one thing that I'm extremely passionate about and I vocalize all the time to members of Congress and members of the USDA that the top officials there is we have to ensure that when we're when we're pushing these programs out that the the Financial viability, meaning like how economically viable and successful is this for farmers and ranchers? We have to get the stuff at the front of the curve because, unfortunately, if you just count on uh, technical service providers from NRCS across the board starting tomorrow to implement, let's say, 25% more cover crops in the nation, you're going to have a lot of failure because you're not looking, they're like 10 years behind us or 10, 15 years behind you. Yeah. And so this is saying, wait, how are we making sure at least pilot programs across the U S are taking the advice and, and showing that we can have so much more success when we get really good training behind the wheel here, when we get really good train the trainer models, like, are we showing that? So that's, we've talked about this quite a lot. And we, we do have the, the beautiful thing with the farm bill is a lot of this can be implemented Uh, um, after the farm bill a lot of the stuff comes back to the secretary and the good news is we have a really good substantial relationship there to help some of these tweaks happen just to ensure that this stuff doesn't get gummed up and mucked up and and make everyone like say this didn't work at all so we've had a lot of those discussions and it's it's not just going to be a magic wand it's going to take coordination and people stepping up and into these roles for sure.
0: Yeah, and and you've referred a couple of times to Secretary Vilsack. Uh, he is also on board with 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 Regenerate America and what it's all about. And we were lucky enough to meet him a few weeks back. Uh, what a what a very nice gentleman uh, understands the urgency, uh, but also made it very clear that that he has to go through ro- ro- a lot of roadblocks, and yeah. You know, we didn't want to hear that. But yet you want to know what's really going on. And he pretty well laid it out there, folks. I I have to beat this stuff home sometimes. So, you well, know, I what think
1: you- there's, there's this eager side of us. Brick is like a lot of us are just like, ah, they they suck. And, you know, until you get to hear from the horse's mouth sometimes. Yeah. Don't get the perspective. And so, yeah, Secretary Vilsack has failed on a lot of things. We can all admit that in his last term as secretary. He probably went a lot of the wrong, but he's had aha moments and he's trying his best. So when we we hear someone like him saying, I can't keep going to Congress and asking for more strategic funding for this now that I do understand this stuff and having them give me the same uh, little budgets here and there that they had before, and yet giving like countless ridiculous amounts of money for these other things. And he's saying, that's why I need all of you. And that's why he basically endorsed Regenerate America, essentially, because he's saying, we need to take this awareness level, this inspirational level and this commitment level from these members towards regenerative agriculture as much as they're committing to whatever that example he gave was like solving some uh, other weird crisis that like right. is the, the news of the day. So right. he was telling us that we all have to drum up the support to make this work.
0: But you see what here's what I really like about this, Finian, because. You're, you've looked at this, in my opinion, from the, the proper uh, chronological order of events have to happen. Okay, too many times we want to get the cart in front of the horse, and then when that happens, then things don't go like planned, and then the farmer's going to say, "I told you this stuff doesn't work on my farm. Why are you for? You know, why are you telling me I need to do this? I told you it didn't work." No, the way you're trying to do this, you've got to set up these teachers first. You've got to set up the, the the folks that need to be behind this have to understand what regenerate even means. Most of them didn't even know what the word meant till they, till they went home and looked it up in the dictionary.
1: 100%. No, I, I, that we can't say that enough times. We have to like literally say people don't know. People in the NRCS don't know. People at the USDA don't know. People who are running the House and Senate Ag Committees don't know. Yeah. The Secretary of Agriculture admitted to us, Rick, in that meeting in D.C. on May May second, he didn't know. Yeah, this is where we have to remind ourselves: like the world hasn't awakened to this possibility of regeneration, and we have an opportunity. That mean, I mean, the good news is, Rick, that makes there, that means there's an opportunity. Yeah, it means that we we have a door that it's just not opened yet in a lot of cases, but doesn't mean we shouldn't knock and deliver the message because then the door will open yeah
0: that's right and and you got to look at it this way too finian these are these are big people to stand there and admit they don't know anything about what you're talking about tell me more educate me mm-hmm. so now that you've been educating them look look how far you've come in such a short amount of time now so I I have very very good vibes about about what about the communications you're building with Congress. And the education the way you're teaching them about what this is all i have i have very positive feelings about this that you're really down going down the right road and you're not you know you're not beating the whip too hard because if you do that too then they're gonna they might have a tendency to back up a little bit so
1: well they have a lot of people to fall back into
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah
1: yeah exactly but this is the thing ed thank you for pointing that out so what rick is saying is really important we're building relationships. We have to be uh, extremely. Um, we have to be extremely uh, able to engage and have moments of of change happen in their head. But we have to also set up the ability to hold on. And that's why people be like, "How? Why do you need funding for a campaign like Regenerate America?" Be like, "Well, you need to staff up, and you need to have to be able to pay people like wreck to fly on a dime to meet somebody." to be there and we need to match the right voice with the right person all the time. I mean, we have, it uh, looks like uh, gonna be about 15 to 20 farm tours happening with all these members of the House and Senate Ag Committees getting to regenerative farms. Uh, but but we, we, that's where it's just, you know, if we're gonna really win here, if we're gonna beat out the people like Bill Gates, if we're gonna beat out a lot of these agribusiness tycoons, uh, and make this voice heard. The good news is we have the winning argument on our side, for real. I mean, some of these members of Congress are pockets are just too lined with some of this agribusiness stuff, so it's almost impossible. But we do have the winning argument for a lot of them who who are looking to help their communities as well as especially their farmer and rancher constituents.
0: Yeah, well, Ed is a diehard follower of our our podcast. Thank you, Ed, for that. Uh, you're exactly right. Vilsack's multi dollar deal with Gates is very troubling. That's indeed, that's
1: indeed. we can't lose sight of that. And we, I think that the, the beautiful thing about taking the angle of offering um, connections and ideas and building those relationships is that you you build up such that you can have those discussions and prove out your argument. Uh, but we have to remember, you know, the the, the Bill Gates team is is funded so heavily to make the messaging so clear to win so many arguments to pay so many pockets so unless we're aware of that and saying okay we're not necessarily going to equal that because that might be too fast of a running train but we have to be aware that it's happening and say that our argument needs to be able to 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 win the day and that takes time and energy and money
0: yeah and i'll tell you the other thing i like about all this too finny and and not just with what what you're doing but you know with with conferences and and everything that goes on in this it's there's such a camaraderie there's such a community that's being built um you get folks up on stage that that are presenting uh what they've done with their farm and they they just lay it all out on the line so i mean there's it's all there If, if someone is just willing enough to stop and slow down and listen uh everything's there and there, there, there are so there, you know, Finney. There's so much room at the table for every, everybody, and we need yeah, everybody there. It's like you said, we've we've got to keep adding. Uh, you know, you know, I'm 58, so you're looking for 30 year olds that 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 are are coming up through the ranks. You know, those types of things. So
1: yeah, so how- so much incredible room, and I just want to give a shout out to this movement. I've been involved in other movements before, and it's just you know, kind of sick how how much infighting and uh, pollution of just oh. egos egos up the wazoo. but I, it was such an amazing signal to to me and I think so many others who came into this movement of the champions at the the people, the leaders at the front of this, first of all, Rick, the the generosity. Oh my God. Yeah. It makes me emotional. Just the generosity of time and commitment of 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 intention of, of, of trans translating things just remarkable from the get-go, like unbelievable. But that sentiment isn't isn't around in a lot of movements. You know, it doesn't, it's not out there. So those of us that are stepping in and stepping up in this movement, I think have an obligation. We've had to remind some folks sometimes about this, there's an obligation to keep that, to keep this uh very united but common ground effort that is based on generosity and and an idea and not get into mud flinging and everything like, it's really remarkable just right. the, the amount the differences of life perspectives and backgrounds but they're working together it's it's exceptionally i think incredible i've never i've never been a part of a movement like this and i don't think there's any other out there right now on the on anything environmental or economic that, yeah. that does this yeah
0: yeah, I, I I, don't know. I'm not in that arena, so I don't know, but I do know how nice of a job you folks are doing at Regenerate America. So um, now let's talk a little bit about these these farm visits you're having. Who who are you trying to get there? Is it whoever you can get or are you targeting targeting the Ag Committee? Or are you targeting any senator that's out there? What, what, what are you what are you looking for?
1: Yeah, we have an, a very targeted list, a comprehensive list. Um, the ad committees are a huge part, but again, like it's it's influence, Rick. Where there's they're just like any party you'd go to. There's people who you know if you got them in to be like, oh, we're gonna go jump in the pond tonight. Like you know, you're like, oh, I got to talk to that guy and get them, yeah. and they'll get everybody else on board. You might not talk to so and so over there because they're not gonna move the needle. Even if they're on the AG committee, so we've identified the AG committee. You know, we're going next week. We'll be in DC for our first fly-in for Regenerate America. Uh, and actually, Rick, I can ask you right now because I have it in my to-do list. Uh, I think the member or senator from Indiana, I believe. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I know. It. Um, the point is, we 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 need you to do a. Um, I know you're not going to be able to fly in, but we need you to get on on a call a conference line if we can to get you uh, in front of, of that. It's a half hour meeting, but we'd love to get you on because yeah. they just ask if someone from Indiana is coming. And I said, Oh yeah, we can try to make that happen. But yeah, um, the point is, is we do, we have a very comprehensive list, um, but it doesn't just include the ag committee members. There are several other members that do hold influence on both sides. Of the aisle. We're being very conscientious of ensuring that this is a bipartisan approached campaign. So uh, I think we have like, eight Republican uh, meetings and uh, 15 uh, Democrat meetings or 14 Democrat meetings scheduled uh, for the fly-in. So we're we're doing our very best to really ensure that we're um, getting both uh, sides of the aisle right now um, really incorporating this. And there's, there's leadership that's happening on both sides that is, just to tell folks, is really impressive, to be honest. Like, the good news is we have people who really get this, have their staffers really get this on both sides that are leading on this and putting really great legislation forward.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's great. Um, we've got a, a question, co- comment question from Brian Z here. Brian, how you doing this evening? I think there's people out there who want to and believe in regen ag, including myself, but don't have any land or have any financial way to buy any to get involved. So, well, yeah. first of all, Brian, if you don't mind, uh, would you respond back? Let us know where you are. And then, Finney, what do you think about that?
1: It's a huge, it's a huge uh, hindrance, I think, to advancing regenerative agriculture right now. Because, you know, long story short here, I'll just try to make this as quick as possible. Both um, there's that problem. You know this, Rick, there's the the legacy of like, well, if I don't go get my own piece of land, my dad or my mom's not going to let me change because they're they're head down. They're not going right. to, you know, there's some people are flexible. Some people aren't. That's a huge problem. So our farmers who are in family farming, like, are they able to find new land and be able to start on their own and their own venture? Because right. they're excited about what Rick's doing, for example. But then there's countless other people who are hearing about this and wanting to change lifestyles and get involved in this type of stuff who really want to see this this as a possibility. So we actually have a part of Regenerate America that is about access to land. And we think it's critical and we're getting the good news is the USDA and others are are really seeing this as as, as a a very big need to help uh, move the needle and also not have what's happening, which is land's just being sold off and not going to stay in farming and will be soon probably Turned into a bunch of uh, communities of houses, which you know isn't right. exactly good for the environment. A lot of things. So yeah, there's there's a lot of that going on, and for sure, access to land is a big part of our of our campaign.
0: So give us a give us a website, Finning. How how does Brian get a hold of you? How does he contact somebody?
1: Yeah, regenerateamerica.com or kisstheground.com. But the campaign is easier, regenerateamerica.com. You can check out the priorities, Brian. Uh, they're on the, on the campaign website. You can look in there and see where we're talking about land access and what that looks like. Um, I believe we just put up the final uh, versions of the complete um, it's still in draft mode because it's still being edited, but um, yeah, you should be able to find enough information there. If you can't uh, shoot me an email, finnian at kiss the ground.com.
0: Yeah. And, and, and Brian, thanks for responding. Uh, Finney he's in Southeast Minnesota. Um Probably over there, around Rochester area. I'm guessing, probably south of uh, of Rochester. Um, Now, Finning, we had a guest on a few weeks back, Robin O'Brien. I don't, I know, I'm sure you know Robin. Of course, yeah. Um, She is a mover and a shaker, and she's with Replant Capital. So possibly that could be another outlet for Brian. They are uh, always looking for uh, folks to, you know, that's what their purpose is: is to get money that helps this transition from um the way you're doing things now to this this hope of, of regenerating so yeah. and 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 there are so many more and more opportunities like this that pop up you know you and the robin o'briens of the world that just pop up that just constantly are trying to to funnel and i call it green money i'm not sure what the technical term or what you call that is but it's money that 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 high net worth individuals have that want to, to put it in play for something that benefits the world that we live in. So,
1: yeah. And there's another, there's other, there's so many ways to skin the cat. And I want to throw this out there because I learned about this idea. And from the beginning, the question was, how can I help? And I didn't see myself moving and owning land. Some people that's their first go-to, okay, I'm going to go do this whole full throttle here but there are so many niches. And if you think about any uh, expanding enterprise um, um, industry, if you will, there are so many niches that put it into play. I mean, even the music business for crying out loud, there's the person who drives the truck to get the stage equipment to the stage. I mean, that's yeah. not like, you wouldn't think like, oh, that's a music large, but like ev- there's so many roles, right? So trucking is a part of the music industry is my point, right? But we don't always think like that, but in this is a growing regenerative agriculture economy there are countless roles that people need to fill. I just talked to a guy who had <laughs> he had five year, a five generation ranching family. I forget what state he was from, but he had just thought this is a waste of time. We're de- desertifying this entire place. This is terrible. I'd never want to go yeah. into this industry. He watched Kiss the Ground* the movie, and then now he has a, a place where he's going to be um, slaughtering, and he already is. He's, he has a whole industry, a whole business that's doing. Uh, Facilities to allow for closer proximity slaughter, so that this is a huge problem with processing all across the board. And now he has a a direct sale uh, place, so now he's acting for these regenerative ranching producers uh, to help them on board. He's also saying, "Okay, those of you who aren't down this train, let me help you get access to training, much like Kiss the Ground does through our farmer program, where it's like, okay, um, I can be an idea." Uh, creator and get these people excited about it. And then they say, what do we do? Okay, well now help here. Here's training. If Someone's in road crop, like helping get Rick to train them. Like there's, there's this ways that we can do this independent of the USDA and others. We can be doing this, finding niches and helping like Greg Judy, you know, this famous grazing gentleman um, for a long time, he proved to young uh, ranchers that you could build your herd and just rent or borrow land from people and manage it and feed your herd, but grow your herd size and then be able to sell and then be able to get enough money to be able to own your own land. But he basically has proven the model of like, you don't need to be a, a landowner to be a profitable rancher. And and he has an amazing few videos on that. I, I would check out Greg Judy.
0: Yeah. And, and Finney, that's one of the things, that's one of the questions I get asked a lot is, you know, Rick, I, we, we cash rent a lot of our ground. Uh, we have one, two, three years. Your contracts, how can how can you expect me to to try these practices when I could lose that that acreage on the next next round of cash rent bidding? I I understand all that, but we have to set those excuses aside and we've got to start these things. We've got to start now. I mean, I always go back to when.
1: Can I can I pause really quick, Rick, just yeah. on that. You remember when we had when we were on with the secretary and we uh, we had Zach Ducheneau on. You remember that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Zach Duchesneau got hired a month later, and now yeah. he's running the programs for lending. He's yeah. breaking that cycle of what people are, are are saying. Oh, I only have this land for this long, and I'm only getting this loan. For, I got to make sure it's all perfect. That's right. He's expanding that so that you're not in those cycles of loan and, and give back and payback. Anyway, I just wanted to yeah. give
0: that as a no. No, that's a great. That was a great sideline because you know I often think back to when we made our really big leap from from leaving the synthetics behind and going organic and we were a little concerned we 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 got our landlords lined up and we had, we got them in you know one-on-one conversations uh, we tried to meet with them four times a year but anyway when every single one of them finian said how quick can you get there when can you do this how quick we're behind you 100% yeah. and and I think I think so many times we're, you know, assuming we, assuming we Yeah, it's that or it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission sometimes, you know. So you got to have those conversations. And I think you'll be surprised.
1: And now, Rick, you talked about in the beginning of this conversation. You talked about this. now's the time moment yeah. where five years ago, just because you talked to someone and they were like, what are you talking about? And they brushed you off. Yeah. It is a different time today, yeah. especially yeah. if you're like, "Hey, landlord, watch this movie. This is what I want to do. Can you support me in this? Uh, can you expand my lease, whatever agreement? Because that's what I'm doing." There, the the, the the it permeates. You know, psychologically, we know this happens. It's not just because everyone's watching the film. It's like there's a new comprehensions are
0: just emerging right. because we're 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 a human species. This is happens. It's cognitive. Right. Well, but you have to. I mean, I mean, I mean. My gosh, think about Gabe and all the days he's been on the road traveling, giving his word. I mean, he is he's dedicated a lot of his life, mm-hmm. and and now to bring then to make the movie, and then Ray has dedicated a lot of his life, and you know, again, it's back like Claudia said earlier. I mean, the timing of this is just perfect. So. Yeah. Uh, it's all great. Now, another thing I was thinking about here, Finian, I know it's called Regenerate America, but I'm sure you're getting phone calls from overseas, other countries. Finian, how can you move this into wherever? I don't know, Chile, wh- whatever.
1: That's the plan. I mean, um, I, I do always have a greater plan, Rick, than than what is is currently before us. But yeah, uh, this isn't public <laughs> news, anybody really. But Behind the curtain, really, is um, if we set a template up in the United States, one of the most influential countries in the world, yeah. um, we have regenerate America be successful. I, I fundamentally believe that regenerate Italy, regenerate Chile, whatever they're going to come, and that's where we really said we can't go regenerate Earth right now because it's not really even our right to, it's not our our, our responsibility, it's not it, it's it's too. Strange at this point to be to be leading something like that out of the gate. That's a little arrogant. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. That was just very obvious. Like, no, that's too too much too soon, and not even you know, uh, it's you can't feel responsible like that. And so we really said, how do we act uh, locally in a way, but also recognize the momentum that's happening in the United States as such a critical indicator for where where the world's going? And we are. I'm really glad someone brought it up. But like, we are up against people like Gates. Now, here's where I want to throw in in, in a strange observation. I am deeply concerned with the Gates world. He is, if you you talk about our approaches for this kind of stuff, I'm I'm, I'm vehemently opposed. But there's a big but here. There is a possibility that Bill Gates could get the regenerative thing. So my experience over the last 10 years in this work is that almost no one is off limits yeah. and someone like gates has just you know got a lot of bizarre things anyway that you're like uh, you know control and everything else that might be in his world but i don't want to put anybody off the uh, table on, uh, on this because i've seen too many strange uh coincidences where people are like wow i get it i'm excited about it and if this movement builds they'll feel more of a pot like it's a possibility for them like they can right. leave behind like you left out chemicals, like. People have that same idea ideologies that they've been like, you know, vegans, like how many vegans are finally being like wait, regeneration is much more comprehensive, holistic idea that makes it way more sense than just being a vegan. I can endorse that. And we have countless vegans like Woody Harrelson was a vegan narrated our film because he was like, oh, wow, this makes total sense. This is this is a better way to heal the world. Um, So yeah i think there there's there, there's possibility for everybody i've seen it with my own eyes where you don't you can't cast anyone off completely no i push against I, them but don't just waste your time on facebook telling people they're wrong like be an invitation for people to get an aha moment because the aha moment's just sitting there have them visit rick's rick's land i mean it's just yeah. some,
0: well that or or who knows uh there may be someone that that bill i mean bill think of the people he knows and. And there may be somebody out there that's going to, that's going to, the switch is going to flip and say, you know what? I like what these guys are doing over here and I'm going to go visit them. And, you know, you just, you're right. You cannot alienate anybody. Don't burn any bridges. Everyone's in play. Um, And, and almost always fit in things, shake out and work out like they're supposed to. So it almost always does.
1: Yeah. Uh, And with that, it's like, you, you know, stepping in and stepping up um, is you know the world's waiting for you to do it anybody out there is listening because i can't tell you what it means when when you have uh, such amazing people in this believing in you but i just want to say like any of you out there like rick and i and the rest of this movement believes in you and that's one of the things that's amazing about this movement is like we do believe in anyone who's stepping in to to give this more attention to make this available like this is what it's all about. So if you're stepping in, we're, we're behind you, you know?
0: Right. Well, let's, Finney. let's talk just a little bit about, about the education aspect. And what do you, how do you see this play out? Do you see, do you see regionalized, do you, you regionalize across the United States? So, you know, I don't know how to raise any rice, so I don't, I better not be trying to teach somebody how to raise rice in the Delta. You know what I mean? Is that, is that what you're thinking about on this? You want to get people's positioned in strategic places?
1: Yeah. Um so we tried to we tried to fly by um getting that those pilots going, Rick. Um, unfortunately, again, I talked about it a minute ago, but like there are egos and people who know what they're doing who you got to kind of figure that out. But we made some really strong recommendations uh, over a year ago. Uh, they've panned out Kind of throughout the NRCS on their own, they've held over. You heard them, right? They held over 200 trainings. But that type of thing, you try your best. But we we still have to get more power behind what we're requesting here, so that when we say this has to go like this, this has to be giving access to this type of education programs. The cool thing is now we have a lot of like the 101 type of easy, you know, must pass this, must understand right. that you watch these education videos. We have some of the stuff that can be universalized, but there's nothing that changes and can over uh, can get around in person seeing is believing, being able oh. to have that time. So regionally, contextually, uh, the, the the need to be able to have visitation happen and tutoring or ongoing mentoring happen is really essential regionally. I mean, you can't. Yeah, exactly. You can't. Context, context, context. That's that's right. what I always go back to. And that. Right. That phrase is so critical because we've seen it butchered before where, you know, Vermont might be kicking butt with their NRCS offices, but they're like telling California or, or Nebraska some things to do. And they're like, wait, what?
0: Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. yeah I, I understand. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, no, I lost, I just lost my thought there. Mm, mm, that's okay. That's all right. I, I was going to say add something in. It's okay. Um, now let's uh, let's talk about the future. Now, so what do you see? Uh, you know, you're you're a guy who always is, is trying to move on to something. I, I get that. You know, you're not going to abandon. That's not what you're saying. But you're always looking. So, what are you seeing? What What do you think needs to? What's the five year outlook look like? Um, I know that's a toughie because it's such a it's, an, it's just a moving target by the hour almost anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think we know. Um, well, he, he, here are some things that my gut tells me. Um, things are going to get a lot worse before they get better. Yeah. But, and if you think about seeding an idea, you can't just seed an idea. You have to apply compost. You have to apply cover crops. You have to apply things that are going to help that soil prepare for conditions that are right, which means it's not just the seeds you planted. It's all the latent seed banks that are, are able to emerge. Just jump with me in that analogy. Right. For a second. Right. Why I'm saying that is that if we do not increase the awareness level, extreme increase of the awareness level, and by 2025, have regenerative agriculture surpass literally every other environmental movement push. Like it has to be the number one. Oh, pardon my language. S H I T. That's the one that does more for more ground. Yeah. Across the, Cause we're not going to stop farming. It's not just all going to turn into conservation land. Plus all the land that's already too heavily degraded in, in brittle environments, isn't going to recover without human interaction or animal interaction anyway. So "Quote unquote conservation is is full of C A R P. You know, right. it's not like that. So we have to get the concept of regeneration as the number one goal, and we have to get regenerative agriculture as the number one solution to biodiversity recovery, uh, hydrating landscapes, water security, uh, food security, um, climate change resilience, or just resilience in general. Uh, flooding. We have to get that in the minds because. The next five years, it's going to get a lot worse. But unless we're able to have significant funding dollars, significant human deployment, not just on farms, but other areas of extreme uh, need for doing a mitigation for fire, going in there and doing plantings, going there and, and running things. But like the government's going to have to employ a bunch of people to rebuild our land. Otherwise, we're going to turn in to the Middle East or these other desertified nations.
0: Yeah. Yeah, adaptable
1: to just constant floods, fires, and droughts for the rest right. of
0: eternity. Yeah. And, you know, what we try to do here, Finian, is um, we Sorry, try I didn't mean to, to have... doom and gloom everybody there. <laughs> no, no, that's OK. That's OK. Um, we try to do we try to have trainings here every annually and we'll try to get the uh, the DC from each county of the USDA uh, NRCS office to come out and they they learn and understand what what we're doing out here because this is so important because when that farmer walks in the door that's the first point of contact and if that dc doesn't know what they're talking about or doesn't know how to give them the answers they want it's over the guys probably or gals probably not going to come back so That's how we've tried to address it here in Indiana is we we invite, we'll have a field day of just the DCs and they come in and we train them and we have the state soil health specialists come in. They do their, I mean, Finian, you know as well as I do. You can sit down and grade a, a farm in about 30 minutes with three or four pretty simple tests and determine if they're doing regenerative practices or not. I mean, we don't need some fancy schmancy carbon reader that doesn't even exist anyway to do this it's it's aggregate stability it's water infiltration it, it's uh, uh earthworm, earthworm <laughs> yeah sorry you know
1: dinks on that yeah yeah exactly
0: and sometimes we want to just over we want to make everything so hard and and i'm not sure we have to do that all the time Rick, um,
1: the, the add on i'll add to that oh it looks like a, a question just came in The add-on I want to put in, you know, you and I were at that event, right? And we both noticed something at the NRCS event in D.C.
0: Yeah.
1: Those people all had a general place of where they came from. All great people, super sweet, awesome stuff. But they, this is a generalization, but they're all graduate students who went through their thesis and, and then, like, found their way in here. So they all came from a pretty niche area of the world. Mm-hmm. So while we're getting NRCS folks and getting them to know what I would argue is that is absolutely critical, hundred percent critical to get people who are doing the work to actually know who influences them and where they are feeling empowered. That is an anomaly that doesn't get tapped into enough. Yeah. So reasons why I kissed the ground, the movie have helped this is because you have people's husbands and wives and children and friends being like, yo, have you heard about this or this? It's influence that makes it so even if they heard or got, or like saw the light here, a lot of people aren't self leaders, Rick. They don't just like do yeah. it because oh, I learned I'm down there. They're, they're, they're constantly yeah. influenced by their peers. And so we have to think about that as, as movement builders. We're saying, Okay, yeah, you have to make sure they know, but are they going? Is the needle going to shift over here? Unless we have collective uh, awareness shift of humanity around this to be like, hey, I want my products sourced from this. Hey, the government who understands that this is going to save them on risk mitigation resilience in Iowa. You know, like there are, there are different strokes for different folks on why they're going to say we want everyone prioritizing this, and to then to have yeah. that rise up in terms of like. You know the green revolution was sold to a lot of people with a lot of people were convinced and that's why it rolled over with everybody Right. but we have to have that same thought of, like this has to be something that that has enough people excited about it
0: yeah and and let's see what what claudia has got here for us that's the reality if we cannot wake up the masses and create this movement you are such an inspiration and we need this movement so there you go Claudia. she
1: said she said what i said before i said it there you go claudia exactly.
0: yeah yeah Yeah, so you two are thinking the same. That's exactly right. Um, So if we think about, you know, again, Finn, this goes back. I mean, I always go back to the teachers. We just cannot stress enough how important this is, because I mean you've got, you are in touch with the experts in a lot of these areas of the country. You know, you've got the grazers, you've got the the people in the South, you've got, you've got row croppers, you've got, you've got a lot of people on your team. So it's so, it's going to be imperative that, first of all, we have to, we have to understand how do we not offend the farmer with the ways they, the way the farming that they currently have doing and get them to come and just try some of these steps so that's number one because we're basically telling them in a polite way that what they've been doing is incorrect so how do we get around not offending them
1: well i think there's there are again different tactics for different different people and i i am the first to admit depending on the audience i'm not the guy yeah sure if, if i'm you know at, at an event with understanding ag and 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 Gabe or Ray introduces me and be like listen to him maybe that endorsement you know changes how some people are are yeah. connecting with me and as deep in this work as i've been for 10 years it doesn't hold a torch to generations of people who have been doing this and, and doing farming and and have you know a slight difference of perspective than i do maybe but so that's the first thing i'd learned is that you're not going to be able to have the same argument or same uh, um, proposition for everybody but one thing I think is really unifying right now in terms of like messaging is like, nobody knew about this generally. When I say nobody, I mean like generally nobody knew about it. So yeah. But what, what you're doing in that moment is you're, you're taking away power from everybody simultaneously, including yourself. Right. Like Rick, like you were in chemical ag and you were like, I didn't know like freaking Jay yeah. Brown didn't know. Like yeah. Al Gore didn't know. And he should supposed to know everything about the environment. Like, Nobody knew about this. So when we do that, not to say like nobody knew, but it's just like, it sets the table for like, you're not in hearing, like the universities have taught the wrong thing for the past whatever years they've, you know, got you addicted to chemicals for, for so many years. They've, there's been this like influence that yeah. they didn't know what they were doing was wrong but they didn't know how soil aggregation and and, and exudates all worked and mycorrhizal fungi, but they were the ones who were the experts. So when you get into like, hold on. And you also say things like this general climate conversation or too much CO isn't the only problem that's exasperating a problem called broken soil. But like that takes off some people's like high horse be like, look, this is, you can't just talk about CO2 when you're talking about the infiltration rate of a half an inch in two hours you can't tell me that climate change is causing the flooding it's broken right. the ground is causing the flooding yeah. not the the the, uh, the increased heat temperature like look we gotta we gotta be able to have and so when you provide these like hey everyone's been a little bit wrong here mm-hmm. it, it t- in my experience it tends to like take people's guard down and sure. be like those guys aren't right those guys aren't right I wasn't right. I didn't yeah. know. All of us Take like ownership. we're,
0: were ownership. learning.
1: So that's that's where I feel like is. There's a lot of success I've had. Not leading with climate, talking about water, talking about how water moves through an ecosystem is yeah. a really unifying one. For example,
0: yeah, and and Finney, you mentioned water, and I, it's just not mentioned enough. You know, we need to be worried about the quality of water that we have for our municip- municipalities to drink. And we got to worry about quantity. But even
1: like who you're talking, it's like fishing, fishing, game, and like people aren't able to fish in most of our waterways because of of the stuff. So like different strokes for different folks. But I encourage people to understand that when land is broken and not functioning, farmers are putting more money uh, every year. And this is one Rick that that uh, uh, wrote Jeff wrote Jeff Moyer said at the Rodale Institute. He's he was talking about this. Uh, Moment he had with this farmer, the farmer's like, "Oh, I did like 180 bushels." Correct me if this is off here, but he's like, "I did 180 bushels. Is that a lot? Is that too much or little?" Or
0: no, that's about right.
1: Okay, 180 bushels, and and then he's like, "Well, how much did your inputs cost?" He's and he did the calculation. It was like 150 bushels of money it cost to get 180 bushels. So he's like, "Oh, you you produce 30 bushels," and the guy was just like, "The guy called him back a year later and was like, '30 bushels. That's been in my head for an entire year.'" because he realized that he didn't produce 180 bushels he produced 30 bushels and so that like economic argument of like what do we really and that's what you talk about all the time but so i'm just going around the here but like it's you have to know your audience you have to be willing to hear what their problems are and you have to be able to accommodate and not be like you're a know-it-all
0: on most on most things yeah right well finney we can we could probably go on for hours here but let let's let's head toward the, the finish line here um Okay. So you've got this, this, what do you call it? A fly in next week. Uh, yeah. go give, talk a little bit more about that and then we're going to start to wrap this up. So what do what do you yeah. hope, what, what's the goal for next week?
1: The, the real goal is basically, um, relationship building and giving people access that there's, um, uh, an incredible movement that's, that's, uh, you know, backed up by incredible farmers and, and other folks around the country. Um, to to give them access to know that this is happening, this is available. So it's first and foremost, do yeah. they know that these ideas have been sussed out and are available and are comprehensive? And then to build that relationship. And we're going to be meeting. It looks like with about twenty three or so offices uh, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and Thursday.
0: That's great. That's just great.
1: um But you also saw with the you saw with with Chairman Scott, like these conversations can go anywhere, and you have to just see like are we seeding? Are we building a relationship? Are we finding the next meeting? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And, and you made a very good point a few minutes ago, you know, what was her name? Ann, I believe was his assistant that, that seemed to have everything tidied up for him. So maybe Ann is who we, who we need. To... I've
1: been on, e- I've been on emails with Ann all day today. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you need me to come out there next week, I probably can. So I can probably make it happen if you need that, you need that to happen. But, uh, but Finian, I I just can't thank you enough for coming on to our podcast here. Uh, you you are a, a force here in this movement. Um, I I just can't thank you enough for what you're doing. Uh, please please give us your closing thoughts. Uh, whatever whatever's on your mind, you know what whatever you're thinking about now or what 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 the future holds. Just just take us home here, please. Mm. Well, first I
1: want to thank you, Rick. It- You you've been an amazing inspiration to me, and um, allowing for conversations. This is I want to just throw out to people as as you open the the box of this movement, the the people inside it who are there for and for you and for all of us to unlock the the and prove what we're all thinking and have hypotheticals in our mind. Like that's what's so beautiful about this movement for me is the rolodex I have. I'll be like, I got a meeting with so and so, and I got to prove this point. Who in my rolodex is there for me, and I'm there for them? And it's amazing. It's like I can the fact that I can call on you. M- most people, you know, see Rick, Rick Clark. Like he, he's this this enigma of like, oh man, that guy does. But like, you know, don't think like, oh, I'm gonna help him move the needle on this movement, and he can help me. Like, yeah. Uh, so I'm encouraging folks. Not to pester people on email and be annoying, but recognize that if you're being a contribution, stepping up to contribute to this, there are people like Rick and others out there who are just substantial leaders in this, who've proven these models, who yeah. are there. You know, Rick just said, "I'm willing to fly in in <laughs> four days' notice uh, to go to a meeting." Like that means a lot, and this movement is full of people who who are working hard on their own thing and have their own part of this every single day, but that's what always inspires me is the generosity. So that's the first thing. The next thing, um, our mission at Kiss the Ground is awakening people to the possibilities of regeneration. Mm -hmm. I fundamentally believe in our mission because I see uh, a a common ground uh, in, in this polarized world we're living in right now, which is sad in so many ways, but like this common ground thing of regeneration as this generation and the next to be about it's global it's it's really where humanity has to go yeah. and it's a big opportunity and, and our and our motto is together we can do this and and that sticks with me every day our mission and our motto stick with me every day because if if any of us are trying to go this alone it's impossible we're up against goliaths upon goliaths here who have this, this their seat at the table is so rooted that they're literally they are the seat i mean it's insane um So we have to recognize that we're building so that we can be the Goliaths. And the good news is we have the opportunity to take other. You know, if we did, um, you know, Goliath versus Goliath isn't quite right, but it's like uh, what's that other uh, big alien versus predator? Like, you know, let let's let let's get some huge folks, and we're this close. I mean. I can't divulge some of this, Rick, on this type of program, but like these things are happening now. Together, this movement is unlocking the brains. The same aha that happened to any of you or to me is starting to happen with some ridiculously influential and big and powerful people. If they get on our team, we can win faster. So we don't have to shy away from everybody who's done bad things in the past. We can have some of them get this. Know that their legacy, without regeneration, regenerating the world, is is crap, and they're going to go to the grave having done terrible things. It doesn't mean they can't necessarily come on board and help. We don't want greenwashing. We don't want BS, obviously. But, right. um, but that's yeah. what I want to leave people with: is that 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 we are, we are on the precipice of a monumental change if we all keep pushing, if we all keep dedicating, and and remain in that spirit of the leaders of this movement, which is generosity, inspiration, and we can do this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Finney, when I think back when we, when we started, I didn't even realize what we were doing, you know, 15 or 18 years ago, but I guess it was regenerative. But what the way I, the way I'm wired is when I saw that it was going to work and we were having success immediately, I could not figure out how to make it happen fast enough across the whole farm. And that's what I think is going to happen here. Isn't it going to be something in 20 years when we can, we can you know, hear people say at the coffee shop, no, wait a minute, we can't do that anymore because we've got to be thinking about regenerative now. Isn't that going to be refreshing when that people are starting to think about regenerative over mass destruction of the soil through tillage? Yeah, that, that yeah it'd be, be like, thing.
1: hey, Bob, you're wrecking our whole heat island effect here. We're not going to get yeah. the rains if your 10,000 acre farm doesn't do cover crop this year. Yeah. You're hurting us all. Our watershed's being dried out because we're getting no rain because you're pushing it away with your heat island. (laughs) Yeah. That's the conversation I want to have.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think we'll be there. But sometimes, too, Finian, we've got to remember that if we just keep pounding somebody with this, they might just walk away because it's just too much. So sometimes you just step back and you let it happen.
1: That'll be my ending. That'll be my ending presentation here. Okay. So this is, this is a, this is a, this has changed my life. I have a very argumentative family and extended friends and everything. Yin and yang. There's someone who's going to be your opposite right next to you in your communities or on Facebook or whatever, and you can spend your whole life. Right. Their desire for some odd reason or another is to play an opposite of you And to be that, whether it's your brother or your mother or your friend on Facebook that you argue with or not a friend on Facebook, someone's playing that, right? That happens. And I can literally spend thousands of hours for no outcome because they're designed to play an opposite, right? So I had a moment, I was like, wait a minute, this is literally a waste of my life. And so I said, okay, I'm gonna go down here. So this person's still over there. I'm gonna go down here and I see these... People here, these are influencers, the whole line of influence. Now, I'm going to go past them. I'm going to create things that influence them and connect with people, influence them, because they're always looking for the next cool thing. Right. If we help create that next thing that they're getting, we hit them. They collectively, boom. And then this person at the dinner oh. of the next year is saying, oh, have you heard about this? And you're yeah. like, my job is done. So you can't spend your time knocking on the same door. Um, I encourage folks to, to play bigger, think bigger, think how you can be an access for people who are actually looking for a solution. Uh, those are the folks that you're going to make a difference
0: who they'll be the ones that influence that person. Who's that counter to you? Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, Finian, I know you're a busy man and, and we've just gotten an hour and a half of your time. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, we had some great questions from the audience. Thank you. Uh and keep up the great work and uh we'll we'll talk soon. Everybody thanks, have a everybody thanks, have Rick. a you bet. You bet, Finney. And thank you. Everybody, see you later. Good night. Bye-bye. Take care.
1: Thanks, everyone.